Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Prime Minister not ruling out uh, anything at this point. Certainly, that would include calling in the military. And uh, it does look like apparently discussions with officials are underway, looking at several rules where the military could be best used if it should come to that situation. And some of the possibilities include uh, sending troops to help isolated Indigenous communities, protecting the Arctic, which doesn't get nearly enough, Uh, backing up our police as well as corrections officers, and um, building field hospitals. Matthew Fisher, long-time war and foreign correspondent, as well as a regular contributor here on Global News, covering off all the big foreign policy issues. And uh, you've written something that has been talked about, and apparently the Prime Minister, of course, says, not off the table. And now it looks like, I think, as if bringing in the um, the military is a matter of time. Fair to say? It is a matter of time. What they will actually do... What they will be requested to do by the federal government is still certainly up in the air. But uh, they're anticipating that they will be given tasks, and frankly, it's pretty obvious they will be. They're a pool of 68,000 people. They're trained, and also they can be told to go and do things, unlike most Canadian people. So they have to follow orders. Yeah, and I mean, look, the bottom line is they've got a number of different roles. We've seen them in a lot of peacekeeping missions, and of course, whenever we get a flood, they jump in. Um, But they they are equipped for rapid action and response, Um, you know, and so this would make sense, not just to keep the peace in, in our own country, but to facilitate should large numbers get sick. That is true. They have a number of concurrent roles in such a situation. And one of them is they must maintain vital military functions. For example, fighter jets have to be on alert to scramble, as they did last week, to intercept Russian bombers and reconnaissance aircraft. They keep the missions going overseas. We have troops in Latvia, Ukraine, uh, and also in Iraq. Uh, And at home, they are responsible. If there are floods, for example, Lake Ontario, the waters are very high this year. Mm -hmm. Some flooding is anticipated in the next few weeks. They are called upon very often to do that. But as well as that, of course, they've always had a pandemic response plan, and they have been tweaking it and adjusting it. Uh, so that they're ready for whatever the government asks them to do, to do right now. And, Alex, among the considerations are, and very likely some of these will be carried out, uh, they're to help Indigenous communities that are in remote areas mm-hmm. uh, and don't normally get a lot of government services. They're prepared to protect and maintain critical infrastructure in the Arctic so that that can continue. And they are also prepared to step in and assist police forces or prison guards, those who work for Corrections Canada, if those people, too many of them, fall ill, the military is there. And that pool of 68,000 people will obviously be split in many, many different roles. I've only 
just listed a very few of the many potential roles for them. I mean, it just seems at this point, Matthew, that all we need uh, are locusts, and that would just kind of make the perfect storm. But, you know, we are vulnerable. Um, We don't know what we don't know. We don't know what's coming. Hopefully, it's not as bad as we're being forecasted. But there are vulnerabilities as we deal with this with Russia. They came by last week in the Arctic. They made their presence known. And China, of course, is China. Um, You know, we are particularly vulnerable now, and we have to keep and watch watch things like the Arctic. We must, and uh, we also have a responsibility as a country to our citizens who live there. There's also, you alluded to it with China, the military never say who the people are causing problems, but they say they are still actively engaged in defending Canada from digital attacks and disinformation from foreign countries and non-government forces overseas like terrorist groups. All of that stuff continues. And, of course, we would expect our military to do that as well as the other things. One thing they won't do a whole lot of, Alex, is assist on the medical side because it's not like the U.S. forces. We don't have a huge the medical establishment within the military. But there are things they can do. They've got lots of tents. They've got a couple of field hospitals. Uh, they have the DART, which is a rapid response team with equipment uh, uh, that can fly out of Trenton to anywhere in Canada. They usually do humanitarian work overseas. They're not really made for dealing with pandemics. It's more for uh, earthquakes and things like that. There's also the MV Asterisk, our logistics ship. It's tied up right now in Halifax, but it has uh, a hospital ward on board of 100 people. It has a surgery. Uh, Again, not Uh, really prepared to deal with something like coronavirus, but what they could be asked to do is take patients from a hospital that has a crisis and has too many coronavirus patients, and so other patients who require uh, significant medical care could be moved to such a facility. All of that's pie in the sky right now, though. Everything awaits decisions from Ottawa, and the military are just prepared to answer such requests right now when they come. Yeah, I mean, Italy, which is uh, obviously embroiled in this nightmare, have uh, had to call in the the army because people are not actually uh, listening to the quarantine the way that they're supposed to. And you well know here, as you know, in Canada, we're running this thing on the honor system. And, and as much as the health officials, the federal government, the provincial governments, the municipal governments plead and beg with people not to go out, a lot of folks just aren't listening, to which we've been warning. If you don't listen, eventually we're going to find ourselves in a military or martial law situation, which, again, you'd be seeing military types all over the place telling you to go into your house. Well, the military want to emphasize that nothing like that is being contemplated at this moment. But you are quite right. In Italy, the uh, military has been called out with weapons. In Britain, 20,000 troops have been put on alert to assist civil authorities, particularly the police, Uh, If they get overwhelmed and if the situation starts to go very badly uh, there, uh, and that's their first alert level. They have another 10,000 troops below that that are not on alert but are are on standby. And, of course, the U.S. has already brought troops out through the National Guard into places like New Rochelle uh, in New York uh, to to work, and uh, there are a lot of requests coming in from governors for more assistance from the U.S. military. And uh, 
All of those have to go through Washington and the White House, I think, before they get to the Pentagon. Everything in Canada will go through uh, the uh, federal committee, the special committee struck to deal with it. Mm -hmm. That's being led by the Deputy Prime Minister, Christian Freeland, and also Public Safety Canada. And what the military regard this as is a big whole of government effort. And what they're trying to do is make sure there's clarity about which government departments do what, because uh, there will be other public servants, obviously, involved in all of this in the weeks to come, because the numbers are starting to look pretty desperate in a few places. And there still is a very significant risk that Canada is headed that way, too. Uh, uh, I I hope not. But uh, I think this talking to people today, military people, they're looking at a potential uh, slowdown or stop to almost everything in Canada that could last four or six months minimum. Oh, geez. Well, you, look, you you just came back from Asia. You were in one of the hot zones, so you've seen it up close. And, and, and look, we have moved uh, quite significantly in the last week. But as you well know, those Asian governments, places like South Korea, Japan, they moved much, much more draconian and faster, and they tested much more widely than what we're seeing here. Uh, well, it's very important to know that some countries, Singapore is one, Taiwan is another, got control of this much earlier than Europe and Canada and the United States. I think there's been a little bit too much bragging already in Canada about, oh, we've got things together in the last week. Well, we should have been getting them together, of course, five or six weeks ago. And Canada was one of the few countries that allowed throughout all of this and still allows Chinese aircraft to land in Canada with passengers. And uh, in fact, at least three Chinese flights a day are still coming to Canada. They have throughout the crisis, even though the government says 80% of those with the coronavirus in Canada are directly related to people who were international travelers. And of course, China was uh, the hub for the infection for so long now, I guess you could say it's Italy. But so our response has been anything but perfect. Uh, The reckoning for all of this is going to have to come much later about the failures of Donald Trump in many regards, all of that. And voters, too, will have uh, have a voice at some point. I think better now to concentrate on what we're doing and try to get as much right as possible. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I agree that uh, there'll be plenty of blame going around after this, but the thing is we have to survive it and get ahead of it. Matthew, I will uh, listen to you again and check in with you again and get an update on the situation. Appreciate you uh, joining us. Right. Matthew Fisher joining us tonight.